Welcome back to episode 63, part two. We are going to wrap this thing up with talking about the college football awards um, that are going to be announced this Thursday at 7 Eastern time, I believe. And then we're also going to discuss some basketball. So I'm going to get us started with listing off the finalists for the awards. And then I want you guys to each pick who you think is going to win. Okay. Okay. First off, we have the Chuck Benaric. 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 There you go. Award. I was just testing to see if you knew it. No, no. Um, it's the Defensive Player of the Year. Will Anderson Jr., which is ridiculous. Ivan Pace Jr. from Cincinnati. And Thule Tukudlotaku yeah. from USC. Yeah, it's going to be that guy. I don't know how to say his name. Tuli. He's been a stud. He's he. I, Is he, he Samoan? I think so. He he may lead the nation in sacks. I'm not 100 percent sure. I tell you who, who else should maybe be considered on there is Drew Sanders. He was beast from Arkansas. That dude had a ton of sacks. Oh, what about uh, Derek Hall? <laughs> Were you, just, you just trying to get me mad? He'll he'll he'll. You sound like that freaking the guy from SpongeBob. It's like I can't read. All right, well, all right. So we got Thule across the board. Um, The Blitnikoff, I can say that one. I know who should win it. Uh, This is going to the most outstanding receiver. We have Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State and Jalen Hyatt from Hyatt. Tennessee. Hyatt. Should be Jalen Hyatt. What was the difference in stats? I will again? argue anybody. What were the difference in stats? All right. So, I'm going to pull up both of them so I can go back and forth. The only thing that. Um, Marvin Harrison beat him in with receptions, I believe. Okay. You ready? Yeah. So, Hyatt had 67 catches. Marvin Harrison had 672. Okay, so five different. Hyatt had 1,267 yards. Marvin Harrison had had 1,157. Hyatt had 15 touchdowns. Marvin Harrison had 12. Yeah, this should go to Hyatt for sure. Hyatt had 18.9 Reception yards on average. Marvin Harrison had 16.1. I can agree it goes to Hyatt. If it doesn't go to Hyatt, that's some more bias. That's, that would be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Lou, Lou Groza Collegiate Place Kicker Award. Christopher Dunn uh, from NC State. Joshua Cardi from Stanford. Or Jake Moody from Michigan. No doubt Jake Moody. That's the only name I know. I, I that's what I was going to say. Sure, Jake Moody. I bet he'll get it just because. I mean, I haven't heard my name about those other players. I have about Jake Moody though. All right, Ray Guy Award. Do y'all know what that is? Punter. Is that what you think? Yeah, punter. Mason Fletcher from Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a good bit of guys on there. Uh, Bryce Berenger from Michigan State and Adam Corsack from Rutgers. Adam Corsack for sure. No, I'm going to go with uh, Mason Fletcher. Sure you will. 
You know, I've watched him a lot this year. He's just getting all them punts. Good punts. I guess that's true. <laughs> Maxwell Award. This will be interesting. Player of the Year. C.J. Stroud, Hendon Hooker, Caleb Williams. I'm going to go with Caleb Williams. I'm going to go with Hendon Hooker. I'm going to go with Hooker. All I know is this award should match up with whoever wins the Heisman. If they're like, right. Anyways. All right. Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award. Best quarterback. Hendon's not even on the ballot, which makes no sense. He's a, he's a player of the year candidate, but not Davey O'Brien. They they replaced Hendon with Max Duggan. And then CJ Stroud and Caleb Williams. Best quarterback? Hendon. He's not he's not on the ballot. Well, I'm putting Hendon in anyway. Because that's some booty butt cheeks. I'll go with Caleb again. I'm going to go with CJ. Outland Trophy, most outstanding interior lineman. Kalijah Cansey from Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be him. No, it's going to be Peter Skronsky from Northwestern. Or Alusagon Olowatame from Michigan. Peter Skronsky from Northwestern. He's predicted, like, first-round picks. I'm going with him. Northwestern, they suck this year. Yeah, but it's about the best interior lineman. Yeah, I'll go with Peter, too. Why the heck not? Sure. All right, Jim Thorpe Award. Best defensive back, Travius Hodges, Tomlinson, TCU, Clark Phillips III, Utah, Devon Witherspoon from Illinois. Clark Phillips III. This is for which position? Uh, best defensive back. Clark dude, he's definitely Witherspoon. That dude was a beast. Was a, Did you watch him play against Michigan? Did you watch Illinois versus Michigan? Okay, that was a good point. Did you watch that game? I don't know why you watched that game, Jackson. Yeah, we'll have uh, Hickory Tavern over in Columbia. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right, Dude, he was. Was, he was Forbes from uh, Mississippi State not on there? No, which is kind of wild. Because he's really good. Didn't he have like 18 pick sixes? He had a lot of picks. All right. Who are you going with? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dope Walker Award. It's a premier running back. Chase Brown, Illinois. Blake Corum, Michigan. B. John Robinson, Texas. I bet Bijan right? wins. I give it Quorum, man. I bet Bijan wins. Should give it to Quorum. I think Quorum. I don't yeah. think injuries should. Injuries late in the year like that should not take away. But we saw it with Hendon. So, other awards set to be announced include Coach of the Year as well as Burlesworth Trophy. Y'all should watch that movie if you haven't seen that. It's movie. a great movie and should give us that some better. Yeah, or Carlton Marshall from Troy. No, probably not. Aiden O'Connell from Purdue. You know if you got SEC coach of the year, right? I'm sure he did. Big hype. Yeah, big hype. Wait, yeah. did did uh, was Stetson on that Burlesworth? Yeah, list? Stetson, Carlton Marshall, and Aiden O'Connell. It should be him. Can you pull up the SEC first team? Yeah, I can, I can do that too. All right, John Mackey Ward, outstanding tight end. I'm sure y'all can guess who's gonna win that. Brock Bowers. Bowers. Yeah. Uh, Nagurski Trophy, which doesn't say what it's for, um, but it has Will Anderson Jr., Kalijah Kansi, Christopher Smith, and Tuli Tuipula, too. Y'all know what the Nagurski is? I've heard it. I don't. Uh, okay, then the Warful Trophy is Community Service. 
Patrick Fields, Tanner Morgan, Dylan. Yeah, this was pretty irrelevant. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go over real quick um, what we got on the SEC awards for this year. <clears throat> I'm going to read these off, and then we can talk a little bit about basketball, okay? All right. First team offense, you had Hendon Hooker at quarterback, Quinshawn Judkins and Raheem Sanders at running back. I think that's fair. Wide receiver, you've got Jalen Hyatt and Dominique Lovett. Tight end, Brock Bowers, offensive line. You had Emil Akir from Alabama, Broderick Jones from Georgia, Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas, Osiris Torrance from Florida, and Darnell Wright from Tennessee. On defense, you've got – on the D-line, you've got Jalen Carter from Georgia, B.J. Ojolari from LSU, Isaiah McGuire from Missouri, Byron Young from Alabama, and then linebacker Will Anderson, Jr., from Alabama, Harold Perkins from LSU, Drew Sanders from Arkansas, and at DB you've got Hudson Clark from Arkansas, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, Antonio Johnson, Texas A&M, and Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama. And the punter of the year you've got Kai Kroger from South Carolina. Kicker is Will Riker from Alabama, and all-purpose is Ladetrick Griffin from Mississippi State. And your unanimous first teamers. Harold Perkins from LSU, Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama, Broderick Jones, Georgia, Brock Bowers, Georgia, and Quinshawn Judkins from, from Ole Miss. Okay? Got it. And then player of the year was Hendon. Newcomer of the year was Harold Perkins from LSU. And then the coach of the year is y'all's very own. Hey, that was dumb. Josh Hyper. Anyways, he's a pretty ugly looking dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. Don't mess with my man. I'm messing with him. So, (laughs) well, let's move over to basketball. Okay, run through the rankings. I got pulled up. Sure, go through the AP rankings. All right, these were just released yesterday, I believe. All right, so we have Houston starting at one: Houston, Texas, Virginia, Purdue, UConn, Kansas, Tennessee. Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Auburn, Baylor, Maryland, Indiana, Duke, Kentucky, Illinois, Gonzaga, UCLA, Iowa State, Creighton, San Diego State, Mississippi State, TCU, Ohio State. That's one, two, three, five SEC teams. Right? Did I miss one? It should be six. Six. No, yeah, six. So, Basically, all the, nice. all the five teams we've been talking about plus Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's go over these. Uh, I want to get a little bit more into depth about a couple of the teams. We ha- we've we only talked this far about those top five teams, but I want to get into a little bit more depth. So we'll come back to those top five, and if we run out, we run out. Okay? Yeah. So let's talk about Mississippi State, man. They look good so far. Tolu Smith leading the way for them. They're 8-0. They haven't played anyone yet. I think they've, they've played two Power 5 teams that aren't great. But, you know, there's still credit to be to be given here. When you start 8-0, I don't care who you are, um, there should be some sort of credit. So, look out for Mississippi State. I don't think they're going to do anything wild and go really give a run at a championship. But they should be a, a – a, a, 
March Madness team. That's why I think these <coughs> these early season tournaments are very risky to some teams mm-hmm. because they can either leave you like North Carolina right now. Yeah. But when you're like Tennessee and Auburn and those teams, when you win them, the big wins look good on the resume for March Madness. That's right. But then you have teams like Mississippi State – who say we're going to take our chances, try to go eight no, so we can have a good record going into SEC play. Right. So, so, I think Mississippi State's a team to look out for. The other team I think we need to look out for is Missouri. Missouri is nine and zero. Again, they have not played anyone crazy, but they have one of the best offenses in the nation stat wise. They beat Wichita State. They've beaten Coastal Carolina. The Shockers is that what it's called? Yep. You know. Again, they hadn't really played anyone, but they did beat Wichita State. So it has to mean a little bit, right? Because it's hard, it's hard to show up every game. Teams, teams always lose a little one. I say all teams. A lot, a lot of teams lose ones that they shouldn't, right? Especially early on in the season. You may not have your feet under you yet. The chemistry may not be there. Whatever it is. The rotation could be bad. Right. Maybe someone's still injured, whoever it is. So, anyways, um, another team that I want to talk a little bit about is LSU. LSU has been interesting. They've shown up for some games and other games they really haven't. They've got some really close games in here, but they've also got some games where they've blown out. Their only loss is to Kansas State in their tournament, and they've got, like, some really close games, like a three-point win over Wofford. A four-point win over UT Arlington, so to me they're 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 going to be a borderline tournament team. I would probably guess seven or eight seed in the SEC. You know they're in a tough spot. They've got a couple of good guys. Adam Miller looks good. KJ Williams looks good, but they got a new team. They had all the problems with Will Wade. There's really not not a good grasp we don't have yet as to what to expect. Um. Next team we want to talk about is, I guess, this team isn't very good, but we're going to talk about Georgia, I guess, uh, as they're losing to Georgia Tech. So Georgia's got a few a few games that they've played thus far. They've is, lost. Is that really good freshman from last year still there? Aquindo? Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Um, just for, I guess, reference as to what their lineup looks like, one of their starters, his name is Juson Holt. He, he was so bad he didn't even play for Alabama last year. Just to show the difference. Well, I'm sorry, what team is this on again? Georgia. Okay. So, well, they're trash in basketball. Yeah, they're not very good. They lost to Wake Forest by double digits this year. They got killed by UAB, which UAB's good. Yeah. UAB's got a good little uh, team. Mike White, right? Yep. Um, Pretty funny. So, they really don't have a terrible record. They're 7-2, and two, but – I get a bad feeling when they get into SEC play, they're just going to get killed. Probably. People are going to wipe the floor with them. Next team, let's go talk about Ole Miss real quick. Ole Miss has played okay so far. Uh, They've got uh, Matt Morrell looks good. Uh, Deshaun Ruffin is just now coming back from an injury, I believe. They've just got some guys who – are decent. They don't. They don't have any studs. They got beat by Memphis by double digits the other day. 
They got beat by Oklahoma, so I think they're a two-loss team right now. Yeah, they're six and two. I would lean right now towards them not making the tournament. They'll probably be around the eight or nine seed in the SEC if I had to guess. Uh, next game, our next team, let's look over at Florida. I have actually been very unimpressed with Florida so far. Florida has a loss to Florida Atlantic. They did beat Florida State, but Florida State is 1-10, mm-hmm. which is bizarre and how bad they are. Florida there. State is? Yes. You know, Troy beat them. Yeah. Uh, Florida lost to Xavier. Florida lost by 30 to West Virginia. So, I know. And West Virginia is fine, but they're not anything special. So, Florida is weird to me because Colin Castleton, in my personal opinion, he might be the best player in the SEC. Just on the wrong team. Coming into the year, at least. He's, he's averaging Sheboy? 17 and 7.5. And you don't think Boy is the best player? That's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Sheboy. That's Austin fair. Big O. Yeah, he's been insane. Oscar. Castleton has to be top five to me, though. He's averaging 17 points, seven and a half rebounds. Julian Phillips. Anyways, <laughs> um, he's been super impressive. Kennedy Chandler. <clears throat> but other than that, they just they just don't have any big names. I would lean right now towards Florida not making the tournament. Did you see the uh, projections? Let me see if I can pull that up. Keep going. Sorry. Okay. Next team, let's go ahead and talk about Texas A&M. They look horrible. They're 5-3. and three. I I mean, last year they ended with what should have been one of the last teams in the NCAA tournament. They got snubbed by the committee, but that's another story. But everyone coming into this year thought, okay, they brought back a bunch of guys. They should be pretty good, but they have not looked apart. They lost to Murray State by nine points. They lost by 30 to Colorado. They have a decent win over Loyola Chicago. They beat SMU. But they, they lost to Boise State the other day. I've never heard of Boise State being good at basketball. And they, no. lost, they lost that game by 15. So That's I've been, a lot. I've been pretty unimpressed with them. Um, Wade Taylor, the fourth. The fourth. Um, he's been pretty good. He's averaging 15 a game for them. Huh? Keep going. Anyways. Um, and the last two teams both suck. <laughs> South Carolina and Vanderbilt are both horrible. South Carolina just barely beat Georgetown, who's horrible. And they lost to George Washington by 25. <laughs> This is not the president, by the way. This is the, <laughs> this is the university named after. Thank you, for, thank you for clarifying. They lost to Furman by twenty. <laughs> they, they lost to Davidson by nine. They lost, not good. They lost, <laughs> they lost to Colorado State by thirty-two. Colorado State was a good program last year. Furman is not good, <laughs> but they lost to Colorado State by thirty-two. And they beat South Carolina State by three. So oh wow, there we go. There, this is South Carolina. Oh gosh, Vanderbilt is also four and four. They got the big win over Wofford the other night, <laughs> and then they they have lost to VCU, St. Mary's, Southern Miss, 
And Memphis. Well, it's okay. They still got women's basketball. <laughs> Jackson thought that was real funny. And the, I'm just laughing because Jackson laughed. They beat Temple by two in overtime. He said it like he was about to cuss. <laughs> so, what were you going to read out for? All right, Caden? so this is projections for the SEC, for the uh, Field of 68 bracket. And I say 68 because the playing games. All right, so the first SEC team, LSU is listed as the second team out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then in the East region, SEC-wise, we have Arkansas as a three seed and Mississippi State as a seven seed. Okay, then in the Midwest region, um, we have Auburn as a four seed. We have Tennessee as a two seed. South region, we have Missouri as a nine. So they have Missouri getting in. Kentucky as a three. Furman getting in Jackson. I know that's disappointing to you. And then um, UAB's getting in too, apparently. Um, then lastly, the West region, we have... Bama as a three seed, and that's it. Okay. What was that, five? That's seven. Seven teams should be getting in. Because Mississippi State and Missouri. Is that what I said? Yep. So, okay. Well, let's let's talk real quick about the, the top five teams and the updates that have happened over the last week or so, Okay. Yes, sir. All of them seem fairly close to me. If I had to pick who I thought was the best right now, I'd probably say Arkansas. They look really, really good to me. Um, as far as Arkansas goes. Who is, and let it be known, Tennessee, Bama, and Arkansas all right there next to each other. And Auburn. And, yeah, and Auburn's Auburn. only one spot behind. They uh, are, yeah. All four of them right there. Uh, Ricky Council is averaging 19.8 again. Anthony Black is averaging 13 and a half, and Trayvon Brazil off the bench is averaging 13 and a half. And this is all with their best player having only played two games. Nick Smith Jr. has only played two games this year. This kid is going to be insane. They look legit. They're averaging 80 points a game. That's without, like I said, their best player. So I've been super, super impressed. They're efficient. They look like they're just going to be a real problem for everyone. Uh, next team, I'm just going to order. Well, I guess I'll go back That'd to Tennessee. That'd be good to see them, play, see them play us because I think we're leading the nation in defensive efficiency. Oh, are you? <laughs> there's like three, I think there's three or four SEC teams in the top five. Yeah. And I think we're, we're like fifth. Really? Yeah. Um, let's talk about Tennessee real quick. To me, they – they may they hopefully for y'all have turned it around after beating Kansas, but yeah, they have. Yeah. There's no they problem. have. They've um, won they've won good. They they've won by a significant margin their last few games. Well we smacked Kansas, who's currently rated mm-hmm. sixth, and they have one loss. Uh, we beat um Alcorn State. I know they may be a shocker by fifty four. So that was a pretty good win. Still a good win though. Put up ninety four. Yeah, fifty four is a good win. Um, Santiago did not play. Um, Josiah is working his way back in. 
what's been the real game changer for us is we're starting to find an inside presence with Olivier Kamal and Euros Plavsic. Mm-hmm. Julian Phillips, he's starting to come into his own as a five-star man. Is he? He's a beast. You know, I'm looking at your stats right now as a team. you got six people averaging nine and a half or more points a game. Yeah. That's a good way, a good distribution right there. Yeah. <coughs> Tyreek Key has been really good shooting. He's, like, shooting, like, 38%. It's a typical Rick Barnes defense. You've got 12 steals a game. That's ridiculous. Which is man. a ton. It's ridiculous. You have three different guys averaging two or more steals a game. So, it's a it's a scrappy team. It's a good shooting team. When they're on, they're on. To me, they could be fighting for one seed here. I don't think it'll happen, but they could fight for one for sure. Well, we play we play Arizona and Maryland in the coming oh, do you? weeks. And Maryland's thirteen and Arizona's ten. Okay. If we can beat both of them, I think that's a shoe in. Yeah. For the for March Madness, even if we go like five hundred SEC play. You're probably right. Okay, well let's let's talk about Bama now. So Last time we talked about Bama, they had just come off the big, um, the big week from Thanksgiving. Um, I do want to point this out. Last time I talked about this, that I didn't think Bama fans should take too far into account the, uh, you know, that Thanksgiving week because I felt like they felt like they were probably about to be able to go potentially run the table in the SEC. And I said last week that while it was a good week, and I'm not saying they don't have good wins, that I would not take too much into consideration about what happened. Because I told them at the time, North Carolina is not the number one team, and Michigan State was not the number 12 team. Both teams have lost every game since then. North Carolina is 5-4 and four and Dang. out of the top 25. Michigan State is 5-4 and four out of the top 25. I know I'm like that, and I call these things. But I'm just saying – those wins don't look near as good. Now, Bama does have – they still have good wins over – there's several teams on here that very well could make the tournament as their at-large bids um, from their um, conference, like Longwood, Liberty, uh, Jacksonville State, and South Dakota State. But this is a good team. Alabama is still a good team. I think they're going to have a real shot at winning the SEC championship. Um the SEC tournament is going to be good this to year. To me, I would put them at third in the SEC right now, though. I feel like they're going to be real good. Who would you have a second? Probably y'all. Yes. Yeah. You put Bama ahead of y'all? Yeah. Really? I would. Y'all just haven't had a test, major test, right? I mean, you say that. We won by one point against Northwestern. Really? Yeah. yeah. Our our offense is, is struggling right now. Well, I say that. We won our last game by, like, 30. But – <clears throat> or something like that. So I don't know. I well, we can we can talk about Auburn now since we're on the topic. Auburn's only decent wins. George Mason is one of those teams that might could win their conference. Um, St. Louis is going to make the tournament. St. Louis is a decent win. That's probably going to end up being a quad one win. And then Colgate is not horrible, but they don't have any like really big games we played. We struggled against South Florida at home. Now, that was second game of the year. We ended up winning that game by eight points, which is not anything crazy. And then Northwestern is the one that really had me worried. We won that game 43-42. Uh, 
Really? Mm-hmm. Horrible. It's very low score. Horrible shooting game. Our defense looks insanely good. We still have not given up more than 65. Or did we give up? Sorry, we gave up 60-60 the night. I think our defense has given up 55 a so game. So not more than 66. Not more than 66. There you go. I think the defense is averaging giving up about 55 a game. We have one of the best shot-blocking teams in the nation. We have two shot blockers that are in the top ten in the nation in shot blocks. So we've got one of those really pesky defenses. We really need the offense to to really start taking shape. Wendell Green has played well for us. He's averaging 13 and a half a game, four boards, four assists. The big one that I need, he's played fine. I need him to keep going up is Janai Broom. That's our center. He's averaging 11 points, nine boards, and three and a half blocks a game. Okay, that's big time from your center. Katie Johnson has started playing well. He's averaging 10 and a half a game. And Alan Flanagan, who struggled in the past, is now up to nine points and five boards. Okay, so we're doing fine. But I do want to mention this real quick. I know we have less than a minute left on the episode, but I have two different people that I know that are Alabama fans that have told me there's not a single person on Auburn's team that would get minutes for Alabama. The the Alabama fans that you hang out with. The audacity. I am sorry. Who do you think you're Duke? There's no there's no it makes complete sense why you hate Alabama. Because the Alabama fans you hang out with are it's unbelievable. Is that not crazy to think about? Can you invite me next time you hang out with these people? <laughs> I should. Please. I should. That's bad. Um, and we didn't mention Kentucky, but Kentucky's playing well. They just kind of need to turn around a little bit. Oscar Sheboy looks great. Severe Wheeler. Um, yeah, Case and Wallace, baby. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up and talk to you guys next week. Make sure you watch the award show Thursday.